Nicole. And this is Sultana, aka Queen. And you are listening to Makeup, Breakups, and Martinis. Cheers, you guys. So today we have a very special guest. Say hey to Christy. Hey, Christy. Hey. Don't be shy. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. All right, and how we start every episode is with a mixer question. And today's mixer question is, can you get a second date after a first one's gone bad? For me, it depends on what went bad. Like, did I have to pay on the first one? Because <laughs> then there's no second date. What else? Being late, but men aren't typically late on a first date. So I guess it's, it's bad enough to say it was a bad date. Bad enough to say it was a bad date. Um, so do they still get a second chance? If they were able to redeem themselves, then maybe. But if it was like really shitty, then probably not. I'm probably blocking you. What about you, Chrissy? What do you think? I think I'm going to agree with the statement of it depends on what it was that caused it to be bad. But bad is bad. I think that's our problem. We ignore too many damn warning signs. So <laughs> once it's right. bad... That's bad, but I don't know. I'm like one of the people that are like, what if, okay, could have ran out of gas. And then like, later on in life, yeah. you're like, he's a poor planner. And I knew <laughs> it from the first date. Right. So nah, let it go. I was going on a date and the guy picked me up and we were going to the movies, but he didn't, ha- he had like an old car. And so it was one of the ones that you had to lock, you had to push down. Oh, damn. And yeah. so, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he thought. Strike one. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So he thought that he had locked the keys in the car. And he's like, oh, my God, did you lock your door? Because he had locked his. And I was like, no, I didn't. Because I'm thinking he has, like, the clicker. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, luckily, we we got to see the movie. And we weren't locked out. But, I mean, I didn't consider that a, a bad date. Like, yeah, did you that was another just, one? Uh, no. How did that work out? <laughs> there was more reasons to that. That was enough for me. I, and I try not to be judgmental, but I'm like this. Look, if I can manage, and I'm a parent, so if I can balance my money, if I can manage, I'll understand no guy that can Because they, to me, you can go to a day labor place and make some money. We ain't got them saying... Options. options and luxuries like we could but i'm not gonna do construction for the day sorry yeah. say that i messed up the date because if i drank too much or something i would want to redeem myself and you have that option chance. yeah and he so. should be looking at you like you irresponsible <laughs> chick i don't want to be attached to that no we gotta look at these warning signs people i remember wasted on the first day well, i was no. reading a story it was miguel and now his wife oh i can't think of her name oh yeah uh, they are so cute they, they are, are cute. cute and but i was was reading she said that it, their first date they um i don't know if they went out to eat but they went to a club and she said that she drank too much and she ended up throwing up and he took care of her and she's like she thought that was it that she was never going to see him again but they he of did. course yeah continue to date so. <laughs> all right and today's title is you think you know someone so actually yeah. we're just gonna start <laughs> with chrissy you tell us your story I'll say this most recent life lesson. I was dating this guy and part of the problem, which now hindsight looking back and realizing 
I felt like I knew him because we knew each other prior, but I didn't know him in the aspect of dating him. Um, so I don't think I really like took the steps to get to know him versus, hey, I know you because we grew up together or your family knows my family. So I didn't really take those steps to truly like break down walls to see, is this person compatible with me? Is this something I can do? Blame mutual. So when he came home from school, he intentionally sought out for me like oh i'm gonna find her and this and he knew just where to find me so yeah it did seem perfect i was like damn he really is like looking for me and is really trying to make me a part a part of his life so we started talking and the sex was great we used to have fun and then it just kind of seemed like i don't know i was looking for more and i wasn't getting more and i felt like he wasn't being honest so boom find out he has a child on the way and I was just like, why? Why is this something that, and I've had this in a couple like situations with guys I've talked to. I'm like, why is it that they just won't be out front? Well, obviously, because typically they fucking somebody else. So. so you guys had become official at this point when you found out there was a child on the way, or you guys were just hanging out? and We was, were more so hanging out, definitely sleeping together. So it should have um, like, been like. Right. Like, and my thing of- is. Come on, like, why I need to tell you, like, we're official for us to understand, like, we're official. Like, it's just, I feel like when you're having sex, especially when you're having unprotected sex, it's a law out there. Like, you don't have to tell you you're my man or that I'm, like, only sleeping with you. But I don't think guys see it like that. Like, that's what I was going to say. I thought, like, that's what I would assume as well. And now, I guess, it's turning into a thing where... Where you have to have those conversations Sages. after or before, really. Oh, this after. <laughs> so, yeah, we can get on conversations that is crazy. Like, I feel like we got to ask people up front. Right, but, like, like we you're right. Like, I shouldn't have to be like, okay, so we are fucking, we're fucking raw. Like, we're adults, mm-hmm. but are you messing with anybody else? Mm-hmm. Are you actually in a relationship? Are you involved? Because later on, I did find out they were in a full-blown relationship. Dang. Now, whether or not, like, what we had was one of their breakup moments or what, I mean, the truth would never really be known. But at the end of the day, that wasn't just some chick that you was kicking it with and boom, she got pregnant. At one point, y'all was living together. Y'all had entities tied together. So she was a real girlfriend at some point. So um, I come into the picture after the fact, realizing like, okay, he has a kid. But again, ignoring warning signs. Put all that behind me and was like, so, you know, what's up? And he was like, this time I'm going to take this serious. I don't want to lose you. I really want you. Women. We have to value ourselves. We have to know our worth. I always tell people, know what you bring to the table. Because it's like a business in all things. If you look at everything like a business, all right, this is how much collateral I'm bringing. What you bringing? Because at the end of the day, when you walk away from that table, how much are you going to lose? Right. All right. So um, I knew what I was bringing to the table. I had my own place, home, my own car, take care of my business. Wasn't looking for like no man to like carry me away. And... I think sometimes as independent women, all we want is a man to just let us know, like, they got our back. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody just be like, that's my motherfucking baby right there. Yeah. Like, I just want a cheerleader, you know? And because I like bad boys, I just need protection. Yeah. I just need, like, somebody pop off, be ready to shoot when I shoot. <laughs> I And I shouldn't have to shoot first, but if I do, I better shoot. You <laughs> right, right? So, um, we get involved. Things get serious. Um breaking traditionalism y'all know i hate traditionalism our families were like oh you guys are living together shacking up you guys really need to get married so we both have um parents that are in ministry mm-hmm. 
So that was like the core. Like they kept pushing and kept pushing it. But I'm going to tell y'all along the way, I seen all the warning signs. I was getting a little messages from other females. I was seeing like text messages that wasn't sitting right with me. Could never put my finger on something. But then why do I need to put my finger on it? My whole fucking hand was over it. Yeah. And I just was like, nah, he's probably not. And I seen the controlling things that he was doing. I ignored them all. So you were in denial? You just... Or love is blind. Okay, who disagree with that statement? Is a true statement. You actually become blind to the truth, mm-hmm. and it could be sitting right in front of you. That bitch could be slapping you upside your head over and over again, mm-hmm. and you'll still somehow justify it justify. by finding the good in a person or by excusing it and seeing he came from a really toxic background. Mm-hmm. Um, he came from like where his mom was on drugs, his dad abandoned him, his parents who raised him they were like abusive, mistreating him. I mean, they did their part of showing love, but We all got this misconception like discipline equates to love Mm -hmm. when you physically discipline somebody. That ain't love, man. Like you could really torment a person. Now we got this broken black male that's trying to love somebody and don't know how to love because their definition of love is verbally abusive, physically abusive. And then it's just toxic all the way around. They don't even know it. Right, right. So when you saw the red flags and you knew they were there, did you tell anybody about them? Like family members, close friends, or did you just hide it? Probably my friends. But you know how you have girls talk. You're like, girl, look, this motherfucker, like, this, this, that, and the third. But then you just be like, no, girl, but the dick good. (laughs) And me and him went on a date. And that's why I said, like, your circle is important because somebody got to be the smarter person. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not what you want to hear, somebody has to be like, all right, but you said he did what? Mm Mm-hmm. So, of course, as things got deeper, I pulled back from my friends because you ever tried being in a real relationship and having like a close friend? It's almost like you're torn between the two. Not that you're doing it intentionally, but how do you have time for everybody to be superwoman? Right. So did you have any friends that told you about it and you felt like you needed to back up because of? All my friends fell in love with him. Oh, all of them. Everybody like see my parents fell in love with him. Uh, my friends, they were like, Damn, you got a good man on your hands. And mm-hmm. I really thought I did, too. Right. And I mean, I'm giving him a few props, like handling business as far as like family, man. He did what he had to do. Paid bills, was involved with the kids, with their extracurricular activities, school, whatnot. But as far as a lover, all bad, toxic. And mm-hmm. you start dressing it up. So now at this point, your friends really can't tell you that that shit ain't no good for you because you too busy putting him bows and glitter all over right. some shit. Right. So I'm around here looking like I got a made man. Right. And then it, th- what they do see is what that man does for you. Right. Oh, girl, he bought you what? Yeah. He got you this. He took the kids where? They ain't looking at the background. They ain't looking at them nice yo ass be up there like, who is this number? And mm. why do they keep texting my man? They're not seeing it because what I realized when we get in these relationships, we focus on the highs and we ignore the lows. Mm-hmm. So when we going through shit, don't nobody want to live in that valley? That bitch is cold, wet, soggy, and boring. Mm-hmm. So soon as you can get out of it, you parade on them highs. Girl, he took me out to eat to this nice restaurant. We had this and that. And so them lows weren't really like magnified. My oh. friends might have known of it, but shit, they knew more about them good times right. than bad times. Um, but blah, blah, blah. So moving right along, we get involved. We get married. 
I don't believe in marriage. It was a bad idea from the beginning. But trying to please others, we get married. I remember leading up into the marriage like two or three days beforehand. We got into this huge argument. I was like, I really don't want to marry you. Like, if I could be completely honest with you, I don't want to marry you. Do you think he wanted it more than you did? Or you guys both were just doing it for everybody Bruh, else? To the day I die, I believe he wanted it for the simple fact. Like when a man know that they got something good, mm -hmm. I'ma lock that in. I'ma right. ride this wave as yeah. long as I can. I'ma still be a dog ass man. Mm -hmm. Shit, that's up to her to figure it out. But at the end of the day, hell nah. Yeah. Bitch pay bills. She cook. She clean. She take care of them kids. Why wouldn't you lock it in? Right. Right. So I remember looking at his phone and his mom asked him. She was like, "Are you really ready for marriage?" Mm -hmm. And she was like, and if you're not, it's not too late to say no. I felt defended by this man, by this message. And I was like, well, damn, if the bitch don't think I'm good enough for her son, mm -hmm. she could come clean his ass. I don't care. <laughs> but now looking back, I'm like, she probably was really just trying to tell him, like, you ain't ready for this. And you need to, like, look a little closer. But if you think you're ready to go for it, I'm going to support it. Again, I think, like... We'd be ignoring all the warning signs. His mom probably was like okay with it because she probably was like, hell, that's one less child I got to help take care of. One mm -hmm. less child I got to worry about. When he get into some shit, he got a wife now. Mm -hmm. And because she knew the stable home background that I came from and she seen how I worked, how I put stuff in place. Hell yeah. She you was like, you sure you ready? Yeah. Do your thing, man. Go, Go ahead. Right. Make it happen. So we get married. Small, intimate. Um, I can't even call that a damn ceremony. We did dinner. Um, because at that time I was close with my father, I had my father officiated and it literally was like his parents, my parents, our siblings, and like one or two people that we was close with. And that's one thing I do believe. You gotta surround yourself with a whole bunch of fake ass friends and family. So I felt like the people who was there, when shit hit the fan, them the people I should be able to call. Mm -hmm. I'm to tell you, when the shit hit the fan, everybody in that room I couldn't call. And I still struggle with it to this day. I got one person that was in that room. I recently had to tell them, like, that bitch ain't your friend. So you gonna choose. <laughs> you either on my side or his side. And I say that because, like, when you start having to separate stuff, I was looking closer, like, maybe you giving him the wrong idea. Like, you know he did some foul shit. And you still, like, on his Facebook and on his Instagram. And you still laughing and hee hee ha ha. Alright, let's laugh about some real shit now. Is this a friend of yours? Friend of my, actually, family. Oh, family. So, but y'all know me. I don't care about that. And they still good. Like, I still love them. There's no love lost. Like, moving on, we get married. Boom. So, after that, he pressed the issue of having a kid. I was okay with just having one. I already had one. He had what I thought at the time was one. Come to find out it was two. Oh, damn. Two different women. Still supportive. Still stuck by his side. To this day, he don't know I know him. Hey, I know your business. Um, <laughs> he still mess with one of them baby mamas. Oh, so okay. imagine now all it is like you making me look like a dummy. Your friends and your family, they know. Nobody's saying nothing. So he was still messing with her during your marriage, throughout the marriage. Okay. Girl, I wish you I wish the people could see the way I look at you. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. like what is he yeah. to this day? And I'm He's like, still. I don't know, I'm just different. Once I cut you off, once I say I don't want something from you no more. I don't double back. Like, mm -hmm. that's old and it's cold. <laughs> no double dipping. No. Ugh. Even like, those leftovers aren't the same today. <laughs> so, um, we end up having a child. And nine months pregnant. I mean, like, the whole time we was married. And we probably waited, like, a good year before we had a baby. And we already had been dealing with each other. So, I'm talking about, like, at least at this point, it's two, three years invested easily. And now I'm finding shit. I'm talking about. Finding condoms in the car. Like, well, 
gonna say the little rip corners, cause you know the whole thing was nowhere to be found. Oh. Um, but shit had to come from somewhere. The other pieces are somewhere else. Right. Um, so finding condoms, messages, all this shit in the book. Was he even hiding this, or do you think he was? He was trying. trying. I found a whole nother phone. Uh, right okay uh, i'm trying to tell you too finding a whole nother phone finding and when i say like the condom like that situation alone i don't even know why like it just came to mind it was so weird like i literally was cleaning out the car and like folded the seat up to like just get in the cracks and crevices i'm like what is this little itty bitty corn torn corner and i'm like eh bro we all know what a magnum look like come on man <laughs> So, of course, then oh, I got really? accused. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I got accused. Like, oh, so you around here, this, that, and a third. And I'm like. Oh, so he flipped it back on you. Yeah. Like, but, hey. you know, you know when you the good person in the room. Right. I was like, what? Do who? Huh? Hell, I'm trying to keep up with what we got going yeah. on. No. <laughs> All right. So, um, it was just like one thing after another, crazy stuff. And I remember one of his family members was like, because the baby mama called. And she was like, just, I mean, ridiculous and ratchet bitch put my baby daddy on the phone i was like what and it's like he never stood up to say like you ain't gonna disrespect my wife like that you know he would just hang up on her or just be like bitch don't call my phone no more and so i kept saying like why is this girl like tripping like she Mm -hmm. had the baby the baby's here like and the cousin was like bitch ain't no woman tripping on no man that she She don't want no more yeah she still got feelings for I was like, no, that bitch is just crazy. Mm-hmm. She's just jealous. And come to find out, he still was messing with her. And then, you know, again, like, because as women, so many of us don't have, like, strong self-esteem. She was okay with knowing he had a wife. Yes, she going to hate me, but it's like. She still can get him whenever. Yeah. It's crazy. There's so many women out there that are who, okay. who are okay with being the side piece mm-hmm. nowadays. I think they take pride in it. Like, well, I can. Nowadays, it's so prevalent in the news and on like music, like that is almost okay and accepted. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's just because we want to empower our people, we want to empower our, our children to tell them like, it's not okay for somebody to want you and not want you completely. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she would just do little shit. And I remember telling her, I was like, damn, if like he doing all this, why you up in my inboxes? Why you texting me? Why you DMing me? Like, the dick is good. We both know that, hands down. So get the dick. Hopefully you can get some money because she should be taking care of the baby. But, bitch, just play your part if it's really that serious. Right. Stop coming at me with this. Oh, I'm going to be the better woman. I ain't asking you to be the better woman. So she wanted him back, you think? Or did you? She want, She told him. She was like, I mean, I remember looking at his message. She was like, why does she get to have what I always wanted? Oh, dear. And I was just like, <laughs> bro, to this day, I'm like, bro, y'all can hear that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like it, it ain't worth the hype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't worth the hype so boom nine months pregnant once again and i can't at this point can't keep track i don't know how many times i caught this man cheating mm. and so power of your circle i remember i wasn't at this point even reaching out to my friends my family i wasn't saying shit call his mom and i'm like look your son's still out here doing this that, and the third she said well where are you gonna go and what you gonna do you nine months pregnant Damn. there is nowhere for me to go there is nothing I could do. Even if I believed that I could, she shattered it, and I allowed her to. Yeah. I allowed her to take control. Whereas, if I probably was talking to the right person, I'd be like, bitch, nah, fuck that. Yeah. I always I tell young girls, have a game plan in place. Have your back- backup plan. I mean, it sounds shitty, but 
I believe everybody should always have their exit strategy. And you should always have money put away where the next motherfucker can't touch it. You never know. Like, nobody gets married to plan to get divorced. Like, that's not the end goal. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets married because at some point you were madly in love with that person. You're like, I really want to share my life with you. Mm -hmm. So, divorce ain't the plan. But I'm going to tell you, baby, it don't always work like that. We could look at trial and error. We could look at our friends. We could look at our family. Hell, half the time we could look at our parents. Mm-hmm. Bitch, exit strategy. Number yeah. one thing you need to have and have some money atti- t- like attached to that or tied to it. I think it's okay, too, because sometimes if you're living a certain lifestyle, you don't want to downgrade. It's like, okay, well, I got to separate mm-hmm. myself from this person, but that might mean I have to move in with a family member for until I can mm-hmm. stack up. Or You got to start over. Right. And people sometimes will like, I'm just going to stay here and take it because I feel like I can't either downgrade or start over. So. Yeah, and then with the kids, you know, now you're like trying to figure... And you were nine months pregnant, so it's like... You know, that was like... Nine months, stepkids involved, my child involved. It, like, the term cheaper to keeper, that don't go just for a man. It was much cheaper for me to stay involved in that bullshit mm-hmm. because at least I know I had somebody 50-50 in it with me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really agree with that. I felt like as a man, you should be carrying this whole load. But at the end of the fucking day, I had somebody that if I didn't have gas hey i need gas money mm-hmm. if the bills were due and i didn't have that like oh this got to be done i got somebody to say all right on my check i got it if i wanted to go somewhere xyz so damn right look like you living a life because you could go shopping mm-hmm. bitch because somebody else can cover that bill if you need help with right. it um so it wasn't all bad but shit motherfucker it wasn't all good either right. and when you really break it down if you splitting all this shit or if you like coming to the table and you bringing just as much to the table and even if you're bringing a portion it might take some adjustments and some tailoring, but you can have that same like m- mindset to afford the same lifestyle. Right. You can uh, we might not be shopping at Armani, but we might find that bitch at Ross. Right. <laughs> just saying. Right. So it, it took some literally like I remember just being so depressed. It, it took me having to have positive affirmations. It took me listening to a lot of motivational speakers. Hell, I tried antidepressants. That was the number one thing that wasn't working for me. So I mm-hmm. told myself I had to pull myself out of this hole. Mm-hmm. So when we had a baby, kid you not, like, and because I wasn't looking for it, I wasn't seeing anything. Right. Every time I would look, every time I would find. And I told myself when I was nine months pregnant, I said, if I find anything else, this bitch got to go. And I believe this was finally like God, the universe. The angels up above, hell, even Satan and all of his goddamn demons. <laughs> Everybody, was, Everybody was like, it's time to go. <laughs> so I'm laying there, and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. If you know me, you know I don't fuck around with my sleep, and I don't play when it comes to my food. So like 2 o'clock in the morning, I wake up. It says almost something said, go. And his phone was like laying like on me and i was just like that's so weird like why is his phone in my lap like on my stomach that was jesus he put it right yeah, i'm telling i don't know who it was but they was like feel so out of body i like some of this stuff when i replayed in my mind I literally be looking at myself like you lost yourself you gave so much to a person that you lost yourself and that's why i say like it's so important that like we understand how to love ourselves because we will build up the next man and mm-hmm. we'll man that's our king oh my gosh mm-hmm. babe you handsome oh you know you look good you smell good mm-hmm. i'm gonna fuck you up when we get home we're giving them all of that yeah what we giving to ourselves when do you tell yourself? Or when are we telling us like bitch you know you're a queen do you know you're beautiful? Do you know you educated? You smart? Girl, look at that smile. Mm-hmm. 
Nah, a, a motherfucker had you thinking you crazy for talking to yourself, mm-hmm. but ain't nobody telling you that. We stroking his ego. What about ours? Right, right, right. right? So I wake up in the middle of the night. This damn phone is on me, and I was like, "Shit, don't seem right." I had told myself I was gonna stop checking his phone because every time I find, I look, I find something. And his mom was like, "Well, you going looking for stuff?" And I'm like, "Here we go. Mm. If your son fucking me wrong." I don't understand no limitations in here. I don't understand now putting a lock on something and saying, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to look in that. Because right. if I want to put a lock on something, he go a condom and put a lock on that. Mm-hmm. So then that way, that's free game. I ain't got to question what you're doing. You ain't got to worry about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But when you open that door, the door is open. Yeah. So I go through this damn phone. And this is when I realized like it was deeper than rap. Like This shit is crazy. So I'm looking through the phone and I'm like... White women, black women, big titties, no titties, no ass, pretty ass. Um, motherfucker look like she got three eyes. Bitch look like she missing teeth. It was like random ass messages. Anybody. Pussy. Anybody. That was the number one equation. Pussy. Damn. Shit was creep because it was one message where the husband was like, my wife want to fuck you. So I was like, wow. damn, dog. So now you want some like swinger type shit? Oh and keep in mind, I got an open mind. So I had a man asking him like, let's go to the strip clubs together. Mm-hmm. Let's go to like, it's a swinger spot here in town. But I just be wanting to see shit. I want to know like, what's the hype? This bitch been open for all these years. There'll be some shit going down. <laughs> up in there. I just want to know. He was close minded to everything. I'll get to some nasty stuff too. That I'll be like, you'll be like, he what? So um, I woke him up in the middle of the night. This is when you don't realize how crazy you are, but people realize it for you. So I woke up and it's like three o'clock in the morning. My hands are going numb because my anxiety has kicked in so bad. Like this bitch has to die. He's got to go. So I was like, hey, you got three seconds and I'm about to start counting. And I slid the phone to him to explain all of this shit. He was so clever not clever that it wasn't like an obvious app but i had went to his search history and that's how i seen it i would have never found that shit it wasn't in his text messages it wasn't something that was like fuck me now app or a picture of a big titty bitch and you'd be like huh and you open it and it's like mm-hmm. voila it was nothing on the surface that would made me question him so it was an app and you checked the search i don't know where the fuck the bitch had it at i don't know what he hid it under just know i would have never found it if i was looking for it this was only because I went through his search history that I was able to see what he had recently been doing. So while you laying next to me, you are sending messages on some app to people like exchanging like sex. Like, hey, oh, wow. um, okay. when can we meet so I can fuck you? This and a third. And I was like, that's when I realized, bro, I'm not working against your ex-girlfriend. I'm not working against a baby mom. I'm not working against the bitch that you've been working with and she been liking you. Y'all went to lunch and fucked. You just want to fuck anything woken. Yeah. So now this is a dangerous game because, bitch, I'm literally having to go to the doctor. And I'm having to go to the doctor just to make sure that I got clearance papers. That I, I'm good. Yeah. I got freedom, right? Yeah. And so after that, he, um, he started stuttering. He started shaking. And he was like, it's not what it looks like. So now I'm counting. I'm like, three. <laughs> <laughs> Try two. again. Right. Like, so then I was like, all right. I'm not even going to fuss with you no more. I've tried talking to you like a homie. I've tried cussing you out, tried fussing. We done. At this time, we was living in a two-story house. We both was making good money. Um, the kids was, you know, good. They were all dressed nice, groomed nice. They was in extracurricular activities. It was that white picket fence family day. And I was like, and that bitch is gone. Throwing it all away. So, 
hey babe 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 i left i packed the kids up i left i was sleeping on the couch well no the kids was on the couch and i was sleeping on the floor in my brother's apartment because i was like that's it i can't do it no more the bitch knew i was crazy he hit my gun could not find my gun and i always anytime like i'm when i'm with my kids my gun is with me because i gotta protect them mm -hmm. they take too small to be trying to protect themselves so he hit my gun and i was like um finding out like later on why i couldn't find it he was like well i thought you might have did something crazy and i was like one thing you're not gonna get me to do is to kill you to sit in orange to miss out on my baby's lives mm -hmm. but what i will do i'll walk away now you come trying to fight me ike tina gonna step up <laughs> so right. self-defense right i get you some self-defense but i ain't finna just be in here like i'm gonna kill him because he been cheating on me all my life he tried it anyway all my life i had to fight, <laughs> had to fight. you told her for the video like no i'm not gonna do this man it's too much dick out here for me to be doing this with you so i leave and I mean, that same energy that he brought when he first came home from college and he was looking for me and he was asking people like, hey, man, where can I find her? He brought that same energy when I left. He would come, knock on the door. I just want to see you and the kids. I want to take you out. Bro, he hit me with them. I just want to go to counseling. Mm. I want to fix our marriage. The counselor, to this day, I recently ran into her. I promise y'all, like, y'all understand. I want to choke shit out this lady. <laughs> Because <laughs> I tried to go to counseling and I didn't want to go with him. I knew I wanted out. So you guys separated and then he came He started back with being the whole, like this best man in the world. Walking straight line. Mm -hmm. Walking straight bullshit line. <laughs> so we get to counseling and I, well, I went first. And she said, well, why do you want to come? I said, because I don't want to be an angry black woman. I wanted to release my anger. I wanted to walk away. Like it was enough we already had a kid involved. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to walk away. She said, well, do you think it would help if he comes? I was like, I really don't want him to come. I'm trying to leave him. <laughs> and she was like, well, let's just try to bring him in. And I knew in my heart it was not what I wanted. But I was like, I'm not, just because I'm smart don't mean I'm the wisest. So I followed this lady direction. This lady falls in love with him. He got a gift for gab, a nice smile. he tell you what he wants you to hear. Mm -hmm. That lady sat there and told me after a couple sessions, you got to give um, credit to the black man that's trying. Oh, dear. She said, he goes to work, he provides for you and those kids, he wants to see you happy. Yeah, he's messed up, but you got to give credit to the black man that's oh trying. This bitch sat down and told that lady he was fucking around <laughs> on me because he paid the bills. Ooh. And I was like, I looked at her Show and I looked at the him. black man and I'll give him credit. <laughs> which one? Which bitch, one? Where's he at? Right. You was black guy. You was just another black kid in my home, bitch. You was paying what bills? Half of those bitches. But the thing about it is, which is very upsetting, because counselors are supposed to guide you to what your answer, you, you, what you want to do and right. not tell you. So she's telling you, you should stay with him because of, like you said, everybody else was saying, well, he works and mm -hmm. you guys have a great family and not addressing the real issue. It seemed like it was more validation on his feelings than your feelings. Right. Like, oh, well, he, so, and that's you know, he works and he provides and he, you know. So wrong and I get it. We session. have, unfortunately, in this culture, it's a lot of black men that, that are. So that the standard aren't. is so low. Right. But guess what? There's a lot of black men that are. And because those black men are just, I don't want to say overlooked, but it's like, okay, kudos. You're doing what you're supposed to. Right. That we magnify the motherfuckers that 
do or barely do instead of parading them like these kings that's out here providing having families taking care of business no like these little scrunchy ass motherfuckers that barely get the job done it's like well he's trying and i get it like i said mama was on drugs daddy didn't want you to do coming from his background he did he beat the odds he overcame a lot but but why shouldn't loyalty be something that's important or valued as well you know you, you understand that he's providing yes but why shouldn't i expect loyalty in my relationship why is the word love enough mm-hmm. even though love is truly an action word and you should be seeing how a person treats you i feel like people give so much credit like well he said he loves you so he loved me, so he fucking around on me. Cause I'm tell you, at one point I went to the doctor and I had some shit. Thank God I got rid. I was it was something I could get rid of. And for a long time, I could say that right now and just look at y'all and be like, hey, I'm not phased by. It. it was so hard for me to like even accept it. Better yet, talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that because guess what? It's somebody out there who's going through the same shit. And right. because it was curable, they're like, I'm gonna give them another chance. What are we gonna do? Wait till these bitches give us HIV? Right. Wait till these motherfuckers bring some shit that we just can't get rid of. Walk around here looking like Bumpy Johnson, bitch. Like, yeah. what are we doing with our lives? Yeah. And our vaginas are a sacredhood. They're a sacred part of our body. And yet, and still, like, do you know how that feels le- sitting there with your legs open and having to hope that you ain't got no shit? Right, right. Nah. Because you don't know what he's doing. Don't know what he's doing. You just know you keep finding shit, but you don't know the magnitude of it. Boy, you yeah. think I knew that he was out here, like, conversing with husbands about fucking their wives, um, talking yeah. to a bitch. I'm like, when I seen some of this shit, I was like... He's not protecting you. He doesn't care about you. At all. Yeah. He's not In no way, form, or fashion. He doesn't like, care about himself. So he's obviously not going to care, care about, about anybody, anybody else. else so. Yeah. He gets deeper than rap. <laughs> so, look, Ali, he comes back, comes back hard. Go to counseling. She's like, you, you guys should really work it out. Worst decision ever. I go back. And it's like he was so strategic that when he moved he made sure he had all his shit in order he got on his shit he stopped like oh i'm gonna delete everything i'll change my number and then it went from that to you know let's buy a house let's 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 get another car now we like we go from just having a child as if that's not already enough now we buy more shit in our names and it ain't enough to just walk away now Mm. but at that time i'm not seeing it because this counselor done convinced me that give it a try fight this is marriage you know what um they were like it's the beginning the beginning is always tough you guys gonna get through it the first five years like well i gotta go through five years of hell just to be like this loves me (laughs) we're gonna make it Uh most people don't make it to five Mm-hmm. That's why everybody say the first five years are tough. But I'm sorry, I feel like the first five years should still almost in a sense be like your honeymoon phase. You should still be so madly in love that right. you're building and growing. So when that. you get to that place where shit gets tough, you start looking at it like I don't have just a spouse. I got a partner. a partner. I have an investor. I have somebody who believes in me, who nurtures me. And you understand like this is a rough patch because there was a better time, whereas it started bad like you know like it was just was crazy from the beginning but you get caught up into oh i remember i liked him since i was a little girl and Mm -hmm. we went to this i was looking at the surface i was looking at homecoming pictures and like oh well we could be that lifetime movie and reality hello wake up it's not not happening like that at all Mm -hmm. so we end up getting a house we weren't even in that house a year and i was like i can't do this i remember like it was new year's eve and i was gonna go to church and I swear, the devil or the angels, whomever resides in his little soul, that bitch lost his mind that night. He literally was like, so you finna go to church and you not finna invite me? I got real slick mouth, so I was like, it's an open fucking building. You don't need an invite. <laughs> and I said, only Satan would feel like he need an invite to church. Like, 
And I promise y'all, I don't really believe in heaven or hell. Angels and demons, like, I don't care who you work for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do whatever's in your heart. So I just was so confused, like, you really feel like I need to tell you to come to church? Mm-hmm. And because, again, doing traditional ass shit, it was the only reason I was going there. It was New Year's Eve. I'm bringing New Year's with the Lord right. and went in the house of the Lord. <laughs> so here I am in a car with his daughter. Mind you, this boy been off since I don't know what time that day. He comes strolling in damn near like 10, 11 o'clock at night. I got his daughter. I have my son, my son's friend, and I had a baby. All I want to do is go to church. So, long story short, he gets behind the car. He like dents the back of the car by like banging on it. He's like, "You ain't going nowhere." He called a little girl. Mama was like, "I'm finna bring her to you." Not okay. Right. One less kid. Thanks. Right. Now I got room in my back seat right. to do what? I don't know. So, anywho, um, he takes my car and blocks it in with the other car. And like, this is all because he wanted to go to he wanted to invite the he church. He didn't want to go to church. He wanted to invite the church. I guess I was fucking the pastor. I don't know. Like so he um he blocked the car and he took my cell phone at night. He of course I was called every name in the book. And I'm gonna tell y'all, like, we got daughters. I don't give a fuck about nobody calling me a bitch to this day. Because society has raised us like that's disrespectful, that's degrading. And it may be in some people's eyes. But when you learn that bitch is just another word, mm-hmm. you start being phased by people calling you a bitch. Mm-hmm. By people calling you a hoe. Um, I always challenge people like, who made these cuss words? Who made these bad words that we're so forbidden to say? Mm-hmm. And so because I wasn't taught like that, they were trigger words for me. So when mm-hmm. he was calling me a bitch, you stupid ass hoe. And you know, I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, oh, I got your bitch. Uh, and a third. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I was with it. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't know how to contain myself. So he blocked my car in, took my keys, took my phone. He was like, if you want to get away from this house, you're going to walk. Oh, wow. And when I tell you, like, the neighborhood we bought was an up-and-coming, developing neighborhood. We stayed out in Ruskin. Bitch, it wasn't no such thing as walking. Motherfucker. Right. My toes would fall off before I got to, to the main street. Yeah. Again, I asked, how is that love? Somebody would tell you, like, I'm. if I was smart enough and thinking... The bitch could be sitting in prison right now because you actually held me hostage. Mm-hmm. You blocked me. You did not allow me to get out like freely. So I remember and it was like I still like beat myself up to this day because I was just like, I got to get out of here or I'm going to have to like make it to the morning. So I told my son, him and his friend, I said, y'all go in there and y'all play the game. If he say anything to you, just do what he say. Don't make him upset. Just be chill. I was like, I'm going to go in here and lay down. Well, I'm going to another lay down, sitting there with the lights on, trying to like beg God for mercy. Because again, this guy that we prayed to, I'm like, why am I going through all this stuff? And then I got this baby. He told me, he said, if you leave, you ain't taking her. I almost died having my daughter. So you know what my attitude is about her? It is about my other son as well, my other child. But my attitude is you're going to have to kill me. Because mm-hmm. I already almost seen death behind having her. I'd be damned if another motherfucker tell me how, when, where, and why. Mm-hmm. So... I go in the house because I can't leave now. And I like barricaded myself in this room. And I was like begging the baby at this point. I'm like, Shut the hell up and be quiet. So like he doesn't come in here try, or try to come in here to try to get to you. Was she like crying? Or she was just like, yeah, fussy. crying, upset. Because, you know, like he's snatching her from me. And yeah, he's like pushing her to the side. Like take. Oh. And so it was just like all bad. And I'm like, we're living in this brand new house. 
and we're both driving brand new cars and i'm like this shit is not love and this is not the life like this ain't what i signed up for yeah on the outside everything looked perfect oh yeah oh hell yeah i when i say my family was like oh girl i'm so proud of you look at that and i was just like it for a moment felt so good but then in reality i was like this this is horrible so the morning oh and then i call church people called my daddy i knew he was at church he answered the phone called my mom she was at church she didn't answer the phone called my auntie and my auntie said y'all do this all the time i'm not coming out the other night oh dear y'all gonna have to work this out and i like was so mad for a long time but i was like how can i be mad when she's right it was always off on off high low high low it was so bad so um got to a place where after that i couldn't that night had more of an effect on me than any of the cheating he did any of the physical abuse because the bitch used to be slamming me throwing me choking me he just would never physically punch me mm. but when we look at what's love got to do with it we think that that's the only form of abuse anybody telling us that somebody calling you out your name and somebody degrading you is abuse nobody's telling you that a bitch should not choke you until your ass can't breathe that's abuse mm -hmm. so never mind all of that I got stuck on this bitch would not let me leave this house at free will. This motherfucker kept me hostage. And do you know the next morning he came, he handed me my phone, my keys, and he was like, I'm sorry. So that night you were like not able to leave. And I never came. slept. I sat there with the lights on all night long. I put my baby to bed and I just listened out for my son because I was like, if something happened, I'm going out there. Right. You know, and I don't know when he if he ever slept i just know like seven o'clock in the morning this bitch coming up like nothing happened yep that's a damn gemini him huh? motherfucker <laughs> snapped like he came back he was like i'm so sorry he handed me my shit he walked away maybe it was just and so i knew if i tried happened. to get out oh and then we had an alarm so he set the alarm in the house if i would have tried to open the window because i know somebody gonna be like why you just ain't go through the window the bitch would have heard it the alarm would have went off he would have met me outside Mm. when i tell you i wish i could paint a picture like my car was literally blocked in now bear in mind like we had a car we had a pickup truck the pickup truck is on the grass blocking the sidewall at an angle there was no getting out mm. and he was like and you ain't getting none of these keys so that happened like i said new year's eve we stayed in that house i couldn't have sex with him i couldn't enjoy his company our anniversary came a few months later. This bitch never came home that night. I went to work that day. When I came home, he tried to cook me dinner. And I was like, this bitch is trying to kill me. I know he is. I wouldn't eat his food. He put flowers on the table. I let them sit there. Like It was just like I was I had checked out. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind now, I don't went to the doctor. And I'm telling them, like, I can't function. I feel like I'm, like, being a prisoner in my home. And I, like, would cry. It took me 45 minutes to get to work every day i would cry the whole way to work and i would cry while i was at work then cry on the way home because i knew like i was going back into a war zone mm. so finally i don't know like it just clicked one day i was like exit you got to get out where's your extra strategy and i was like dead ass broke like i didn't have shit and um i just start putting things in place i got a u-haul I packed the house up and well I tried to call his mom for the last time and I was like I'm leaving we can all sit down and we can discuss who takes what but I'm leaving and I am taking my kids both of them I ain't tell y'all now in the midst of all of this like he was supposed to legally adopt my son mm. so I'm really thinking like he's in for the long haul 
we had went on a cruise for my birthday and I told him I don't want you to go on this cruise with me and we're like we ain't cool homie mm -hmm. and he insisted on going and he like everything with him was just give us a chance it's, it's just another chance like, let's work on it we get on this cruise I said straight up like we not having sex on this cruise it was a seven day cruise you know that's torture for a man mm -hmm. we're not having sex so don't come on here trying to have sex this is not a honeymoon if you want to do anything be my friend and I'm adventurous. I like to do stuff. I like to travel. So I'm like, while we here, if you want to do an excursion with me, cool. If not, I'll do it by my goddamn self and I'll make a new friend in the heartbeat. Mm -hmm. That cruise was so hard that when we drove back to um, our city, because we was in Miami, when we drove back to Tampa, he was like, I'm not adopting your son. Wow. I don't want to, like, yeah, shit hit the fan. Like, he was like, no, I don't want shit else to do with you. Dang. Um, but it was a blessing that. In a disguise. And I, I mean, I was hurt. Right. But I'm sitting there, like, with a straight poker face. I'm like, okay and but in my heart i was like bitch but my son call you dead mm. my son like adores you right and when i tell y'all i left so much shit this is how i knew i was out of there i didn't give a fuck about what cost anything mm -hmm. i just wanted out and all i wanted was my kids get out and i moved in thankfully like my dad his house was empty so i moved into the house and it just wasn't ideal i just came from a brand new house granite countertops stainless steel everything i moved into this house and i'm like downgrade like a bitch um, but I was like, it was a peace of mind. It was freedom. And, and you don't have peace of mind. Yeah. Like, and you got to think like we were doing good mm -hmm. on a smaller scale. Imagine people with money, money, Millions, yeah. that shit don't matter, man. That's why I say like, when you get down to like looking at like religion, you get down to like self-love, you start realizing like the core and the values are really simple, but it's, it costs so much. Mm -hmm. You just want to be treated right. You just want to love people. You just want to treat people the way that you want to be treated. You want the same thing that you're giving. I'm giving you hard work, my blood, my sweat, my tears, my loyalty. I just want the same. Mm -hmm. That shit costs so much for some people. Yeah. I realize, like, he's a habitual liar. He can't help himself. He's a lot of Jesus. Like, the day he gets to heaven, he's going to be like, that's not my name. Um, <laughs> let me see that book right now. Yeah, yeah. John, that's me right now. Like, he's a liar. But I, I wanted to see so so much good in him that I was like, uh-huh. Okay, a little lie here or there. No, bitch, his whole life was a lie. So I leave. Divorce took two years. It was the most like ridiculous, expensive ass process. Ten thousand dollars later, two years. Still to this day, like it, I mean, it's so much shit that I just was like, damn. And I had a chance to like really be a nasty ass bitch. I could have cleared bank accounts because the dummy didn't realize he still had my name on shit. Um, hell, his car got repossessed. All I asked was to have my car back. Mm -hmm. I was told no or that I could catch the bus. Oh, so he um, had your car. Yeah, because I was like, we'll handle that in court. I didn't think it was going to take two years. So I was like, we can handle it in court. We'll just, everything will be sorted out then. But shit, when I get up to go to class, six something in the morning, and your car is gone. Ain't no glass on the ground, so I know ain't nobody steal it. Right. The repo man came and got your shit. I call, I verify. They're like, yeah, but your name is on the only one on that car. You ain't paying your car no yeah so i was like hey the deal i guess is now off give me my shit that i've been paying on monthly back and he was like no mm. so that's a whole story in itself took me like three weeks going up to his job places i know he hang out mama house whomever looking for my vehicle mm. and then i had to get a tow truck man then i had to get a locksmith and then that shit cost me money that i didn't have mm. so boom 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 finally got all of them when I say we go back to asking questions and not ignoring the warning signs, clearly I knew something wasn't wrapped too tight. 
Clearly, I mean, anger issues, the lies, the secrets, shit was just coming to the... I didn't know he had two kids when, when I met him, mm-hmm. right? I remember sitting there one day, and it was almost as if shit was just falling in my lap about him. Like, I just was finding one thing after another. Found out that he was fucking one of my close friends for years. Damn. Yeah. Bitch still don't know I know. I hope she hear this shit, too. I doubt she will. <laughs> but um, it's the most disrespectful thing. Like, how... You know, I don't know this girl since I was, like, kindergarten. At least family's intertwined and you know, I trusted her. He would go to the gym. He would work out with her. He would talk shit about her. Oh, she stank. She's she looked like a man. Look at her body. I know she on steroids. Wow. And yeah. he was talking cash the whole time. shit about her and was fucking her. And still to this day, they still mess around. They still talk. And they don't know or think I know. And wow. it's like the only thing that bothered me about that is if you want my man. Take the shit that come with him, though. Be that woman that's going to pour into these kids' lives. Be that woman that's going to nurture him so he can be a better him, so he can be a better damn dad. Like, be that woman I was to him. Polish his ass. But don't come in here just for the dick, because, baby, so much of that shit out here. And you could get it anywhere. And I'm going to tell you now, it's probably some shit she probably would have wished that she would have known about him before taking it there. Mm. right how does that affect you like so if he's sleeping around with just randoms that's one story but when he's sleeping around with your your friend that you grew up with i i can't even imagine how that would feel at first it it really hit my like self-esteem i was like damn like i ain't saying i'm perfect i ain't saying i'm like the baddest but i was like shit this what it comes down to like and i realized honey you can cook for that bitch you can clean for him you can suck the skin off that motherfucking dick they don't care they don't care they're selfish creatures that will do move off of impulse and do what they want to do so all the woman that i was to him all the building all the stroking of the ego all of the sacrifices the money i was bringing it didn't matter i mean and i know my girl juices ain't bad at all because i survey says like i don't been told like shit what is that that you you know so i never like questioned me as a woman but then it got to a place i was like well damn am i like good enough like do i do this the way you like to be done like like i everything came to the forefront then I was like, now nah, that bitch is just a hoe, and so is he. Like, they in a whole world together. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I remember in high school when I started smoking weed, when I started realizing my other friends that smoked weed, it was like a secret society. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, you smoke too? <laughs> you too? You too? So I felt like that, like, that's how hoes are. Like, when they go into that whole world, they be like, you're it's a like hoe a- too? <laughs> so are you? We're all hoes together. They met at a common ground. Yeah. My thing is, though, why would she want to hurt you? Like, you know, is that, like an unanswered question bro i don't know she lives in a whole world i can't speak for that i've never been in there i don't tap on that door because i'm the type of person i can't sleep with more than one person Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna be sitting here like super holy like my body is a temple but bitch i just don't have the desire to have more than one dick up in me on that much of a regular like no that's just unsanitary but uh you know it's just come on like i can't speak for why she did And, and to this day I, I tussle with it because I really like want to let her know I know. How, how did you not? Like, how did you hold that in? Because I, I couldn't. There's no way. The old Christy, I'm telling you, I want to fight her. Like, yeah. I really was like, I, I remember talking to my brother. I was like, that bitch got to show me one. Like, the mm-hmm. anger came in and I was like, fuck that whole life. She got to show me. But then I was like, but why? She can have his ass. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to break some more shit down. Y'all going to be like, she can have his ass. Like, I had just... 
in the process of me, like I filed for divorce in June, I started nursing school in August. So in the midst of all this bullshit, I'm in nursing school. Mm. I'm fighting depression. I'm trying to raise two kids. I got a toddler and a preteen. This shit is going crazy. Like ain't nothing right. You think I got time to stop what I'm doing to confront a bitch on her raggedy ass pussy? Like why you out here fucking my old man? Half his ass off. Have them. Only thing I'm going to tell you is, when my daughter hit 14, you got to be that woman to sit down and tell her, hey, be careful of your friends because your friends will fuck your man. Be careful of your man because your man is... Like, you're not going to be that woman. So if you're not going to be that, exit the building. But all she want from her dad, my, my daughter's father, is sex. That's all he want from her. If you see this bitch, she look like a fucking man. And I ain't saying that from no hater standpoint. She look like a man. So, oh, you, okay. So, am I lying? Not lying. Bitch, look like a man. She look like a man. And I I, I would love to be like, you know, men just eat pussy. But, all right. So, I get through all of this shit. And I'm finally getting to a place where I'm like, ain't nobody telling me nothing. It's that black girl. Imagine you don't know nothing about with a little sprinkle of that and has Spanish. Voila. Like, don't nobody know about that. Okay. So, boom. I'm going through some shit. The same shit that I find out that he's messing with her. I find out that he messing with men, too. Oh. Oh. Damn. So, when I tell you she can have his ass. Oh. Do we got to question that anymore? And as, as previous stories tells it. You don't have no set preference. So it ain't like I could be like, damn, he like women and he like women like this. But you like any kind of woman. Mm-hmm. Damn, girl, when I seen the type of men this bitch was fucking, I was like, oh my gosh. So what are you? Oh my Do you have any standards? Do you think, did you, were there any red flags of that? None. That's None. the scary part. Okay, oh so God. you know, I've dated like pretty boys, I've dated rough necks, I've dated, you know, like businessmen and I've dated street dudes. Yeah. He threw me off. Okay, so he going one, and that's why I sound very transparent. At one point in our relationship, I was like, you know, wanting to explore, not bringing another man in, but like, you know, I was just like, let's try anal, let's do this. He was completely against it. He was like, no, what are you, uh, that's nasty. So I mean, we tried it once, and he was just like, I was so disgusted by it. And I'm like, so to now, nowadays I sit here and I'm really scratching my head, like, bitch, you fuck boys in the ass. You would even give it to <laughs> oh me. Like, gosh. it was so much that's shit. That's such a throw off because you Girl, would even, I like, never, that sign. If a guy wants anal, some people say, that that's like a sign that maybe he right know, and that's why i bring that up because i've had oh people be God. like if he'll fuck you in this he'll fuck a man in this i'm like oh yeah no was it was no never place. no warning signs how'd you find out i remember like okay so remember i told you i had to take my car back yeah all right so in the process of me taking my car back it's a lot of shit that i come across so like a lot of like financial stuff um and it was this tablet that we had when we were together so no pressure i'm just like whatever i wanted to clear the tablet so that like when the kids was doing stuff hey here go a tablet y'all go play so it was weird because i came across like um pictures of him innocently like just pictures and i was like delete (laughs) delete then it was like a line attached to it like a phone number and i knew that from when we were together like there was a phone number attached to it but the tablet never was like hidden or put up so i like could always like look at it or whatever and i was looking through it and it was some messages that just i couldn't i (laughs) i guess i didn't know the gay lingo no disrespect to gay people but it was like um are you mask or film and i was just like what the hell does that mean and i'm like strolling and i'm looking and then like they're steady going through a conversation and he's like well because i prefer um film so i was like 
Where is he going with this? Yeah. And so this this man is like, well, I'm masked, but I moan when I'm having sex. So I think I could still make you happy. And I was like, what? But again, I don't know that it's a man. So I'm like, my dumb ass is still locked in. What is the difference of what's mask or what's film? I'm still trying to figure this out. So then... (laughs) <laughs> this is a part is just disgusting but embarrassing not for me um <laughs> i'm looking at these texts these conversations and then there's like naked pictures so i'm pretty damn smart i'm i'm a nurse and i know human body i'm like that's an asshole but this is my vagina oh, that's strange go to the next picture i'm like those are definitely balls that is a dick <laughs> next picture that is a fucking man <laughs> Anatomy class. <laughs> 101. <laughs> complete. And I'm like, masculine, feminine. Oh this bitch gosh. is a masculine man and you want a feminine man. And, and in the message, he's like, I can put on pantyhose for you. So I'm like, Whoa. damn, so this bitch is trying to dress it up for you. And he's steady conversing with this man. All right, well, that wasn't the only message. And I'm finding more messages. Oh and I'm gosh. finding more. Men. And then I'm realizing he's paying for sex with oh men. God, so, bitch, you ain't even out. fucking helping me take care of your daughter. Jesus. But you'll pay a bitch to suck your dick eat your ass and to fuck them in the ass and i'm like that was the moment and this is why like even though and it's not a lot of people know this story like i'm for me to tell y'all this i'm telling y'all i'm like growth because um when i found out i remember just sitting there crying i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat because i felt like who those questions like those warning signs i ignored things and maybe he didn't say like the bitch is on the down low because that is what he claimed he would ne- never tell you he's gay you you've seen him plenty of times you think he's gay do we look like he gay no nah you no. look like a chocolate black man you'd be like damn me if you was a little taller hey <laughs> no so I just felt like I ignored so much and I compromised so much and I 80 20 that bitch when it was probably like 30 70 40 60 like it was numbers that weren't gonna ever add up yeah. and make sense right and um when I started seeing this shit it's just like it gave me one thing that I needed and that was a peace of mind to know you made the right decision to leave because yeah. I struggle with that as a parent you struggle with am I doing the right thing for my kids mm-hmm. fuck my feelings fuck my pain what about these children? They hurting. They 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 want their daddy. And I struggled for a long time. And for that divorce to be drug out the way it was, it didn't have to be drug out. We not rich. We want shit to argue about. We literally had a fucking house. He put that bitch in foreclosure. So at the end of the divorce, it wasn't even up for debate. Yeah. Um, we had a car and we had a kid. So marital debt. It was nothing that that divorce needed to be drug out. But in that time, I had to get strong. There's a saying that is like, I think Bob Marley says, you don't know how strong you are until you're forced to be strong. Like, you don't know your strength until you're in a situation where you're required to, like, your strength is pressed to the measure. Mm -hmm. And... I just remember, like, I wanted to just air him out. I wanted to clean the bank account. I wanted to, like, make that bitch hurt the way I was hurting. But I was like, it's deeper than this. You're hurting on a whole new level. Like, anybody who got to hide their sexuality, you're hurting. Because I'm going to tell you one thing I am. I'm proud to be half black, half Spanish. I'm proud to be a woman. I'm proud to be short, crazy. And, hell, I'm proud of these little-ass locks in my head that half the time, (laughs) bitches be like, is she unkept? I'm proud of who Mm -hmm. I am. I don't hide in those shadows. But when a person has to hide, they hide for a reason. They're not proud. They're scared. They're afraid. You know what kind of, like, shit you'll get from the streets if those men that you call yourself, like, true gangsters and who you kicking it with? knew that you was fucking boys yeah I, I mean like i'm sorry from where i come from that ain't something that in the streets is 
considered okay. A woman can have a girlfriend and a man and be like, I don't finna fuck both of them. Mm-hmm. Ain't no woman sitting here like, oh, he got a boyfriend, girl, and I fucked both of them. No. Yeah. Um, that reassurance, that confirmation that you made the right move. I don't know why I had to go through all that, all of that to realize my worth. All of that to realize, like, that bitch was toxic. Right. I didn't ask some questions. I Now I'm like, damn, do I got to start asking guys? Are they, like, into homosexuality? Right. Do I got to ask you guys? Are with your homeboys? Is it really your homeboys? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I wonder now. I'm like, are those? Both are y'all. <laughs> you know, my mom, she was like, when's the last time you were checked? Well, I've always been really big about, like, my status and checking myself. So... I had been getting checked, like, and you got you got a thing before I moved out. We were in the same home. I told y'all we weren't in communicating. We weren't sleeping in the same bed, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was like about six or eight months went by us staying in the same home, not having yeah. sex. Yeah. I was getting checked then. I was getting checked when I left. Like, this has been some years now. So, because I understand shit lies dormant. Mm-hmm. No, I know my status. And that's why I say little bodybuilder and the rest of these hoes, baby mamas included, like, y'all want to feel like y'all was doing something by, oh, I'm still fucking them. But yeah, you. You don't know, like, what you might have been dealing with. And now, because he wasn't your main man, I'm sure you was dealing with other people. I worry about these women. Right. You don't know what you're dealing with. And that's why I said sometimes, like, these women, we always talk about, like, they seem to, like, be okay with being side pieces. You're a side piece. But you, like, literally are okay with signing up for being, like, second best. If I would have found out about his lifestyle to that extreme while we were together... I think I would have killed him. I think I would have tried to create uh, cause harm because now I feel like you literally came to my life with a gun and just said, oh, let's play a game. Right. You know, right. I, and not to say like, oh, men got that shit. Like, I, cause I don't want it to be misconstrued, but we do know like with that kind of lifestyle and the way he just out here slinging it. Mm-hmm. Anything. I remember I was working for an agency. I tell this story all the time. Um, and um, I was working with people who living with HIV and AIDS, and there was this one uh, kid. He's since passed, and unfortunately, I'm, I thank God that he did. But um, he confessed to me that he was sleeping with a married man, and the married man did not know his status, mm. and he wasn't taking his medications because, mm. you know, with HIV, you can control yeah. your, you know, your. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but your viral load with your medication, mm-hmm. so you're not as. Um, uh, contagious right. to pass it on. So he wasn't taking his medication, and I was the one that was helping him Coaching to try him, like, to get, get him on back on track. Yeah. yeah. So I was taken to his doctor to, you know, get his medication and like make sure he was following his routine. Um, and he told me he was messing with the married man. The married man didn't know, you know, his status, and he was like, I- "I'm not gonna tell him. Mm-hmm. Why would I?" Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa!" And I remember I had to tell my supervisor we had to call it into their. Son. Imagine now. Yeah, he ended up dying, but it was probably more than likely because of his not, you know, his incompliance with, with his, his medication. medication yeah. and he, you know, turned into something worse. Um, but who knows if he ever infected, you know, the husband who was going back to his wife. So guess what? Like, who bringing this all back? I had to sit down and have a conversation with my son. Has anybody touched you? Mm. Has he ever tried? Just because now you on the download know. don't mean that you're a predator or right. you know that you um, a child molested. But these are still conversations because now I know you got a fixed taste for things. Right. So now you I have to know. talk to my son. Jeez. Going back to what I said, like Arab bitch wants your position till it's time to play your position. Anybody right. want to have these conversations with my kids? Anybody want to live this lifestyle? Anybody want to sit here and worry about like? Right. 
I'm glad. I'm I'm thankful. I don't have AIDS. I don't have nothing. I walked away with, from that relationship with a clean slate. And sometimes I'm like, how? Yeah. Right? Because when I started like finding stuff, yeah, he got a problem deeper yeah. than I ever knew. Yeah. The same way I found that, trust me, it was so many other men that was having the same conversations. And it was like a site that it was just straight sex. Like it wasn't, I'm not trying to get to know you. I'm not trying to be your friend. It was like he was literally meeting and paying people for sex, period. So that's just the men portion. He still like women. So then, you know, he doing his thing with women. So boom, like I said, when my daughter hit 14, y'all. 13, 10, because these kids getting busier at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. Not only do I got to try to teach her about men, not only do I got to try to teach her about watching your friends, I got to teach her men like men. Shit, right. if you gay, be gay. God right. damn it. Like, what or you hiding Go get colored condoms and taste the damn rainbow. What yeah. you hiding for? Yeah. You know? And so, again, like. there's some people who are, that would be okay with a bi man, you know? There's some women are like, oh, you like men? We could, you know. I think it would be more accepted if people were more honest about it. Because that's why, you know, I'm I'm not saying no names. Y'all ain't saying no names. Um. This ain't that kind of party. I could care less because I feel like his time will come in its own way. Right. Like, whether it be one way or another. It's going to come You're playing a game that, yeah, everything comes to light. So that's not what this is about. This is, you want to know my story? You want to know how I got to a place where I had to force myself to love myself? You want to know why I told myself it was no turning back? That was the hardest lesson. Like, and then you got to question why. Why did I have to learn it like that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough just to have a heartbreak. It wasn't enough to go through a divorce for a long time. I don't know about you i felt tainted to be like okay hi my name is christy i'm in my 30s um i was married once i felt like no man wanted me mm, i don't know like the, yeah. having kids i felt like who want a woman with kids then i started seeing these bitches with six and seven kids and i'm like all right <laughs> i'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. but i felt like did nobody want a woman that was already married like well i can't marry her now right. i'm still pushing what helped and, you get out like of depression or get through to the other side like what were Three things that you think were very helpful with helping you rebuild. Um, okay, I definitely medicate. Um, I listen to a lot of motivational speakers because I like to understand like the mind. Like I really believe the same way a man can get a woman, it, it starts with the mental. They start telling us what we want to hear, right? So my thing is reverse it for you to be able to like empower yourself feel strong again see your work you gotta start listening to things that motivate and encourage your mind um so i would listen to a lot of motivational speakers i f- stopped fucking with them antidepressants they didn't do shit for me and then they wanted to keep increasing them and then they wanted me to go to this doctor that doctor. no mm-hmm. i don't and i don't say that they don't work but that counselor really fucked me up i won't even see a counselor and i know to this day like i probably should but she really put such a Bad, bad taste in my mouth i was like scary. no um so medicaid motivational speakers and then i just write a lot of stuff and i'm not when i say write, i'm not a journaler you're not gonna ever find a book when i die and it's gonna be like <laughs> there it is but um sticky notes i got a weakness for sticky notes i don't know what it is i write a lot of times so one thing i write every day I always say everything is working in my favor mm-hmm. i truly believe whatever i want i can have and even the things that I struggle with believing, it happened. So when it happened, it was almost like a high for me. Like, damn, I really caught that. And I made it happen. Right. And so when I would do that, it would just come together. So the things I would struggle with, even if it was like communication with my kid, I would write it down. And then 
well, what I learned is when you write, like when you write something down, it's almost like an accountability situation mm-hmm. because you look at it every day, and now you're like, "Am I really working on communicating better? Mm-hmm. Am I really like checking my attitude at the door? Right. Am I studying? I was trying to take an in class. Like, I don't thought my life you was going in. School. Right, That's a crazy thing. And you went right enough to finish nursing school. Yeah. Then it was like you gotta take this test. It took me five hours all 205 questions and my dumb ass took it on a friday and had to wait all weekend long because i thought i could get the results the next day they don't release them on the weekends oh, right geez. so again it, it was a test well, not even a test it was just that moment of trust the process mm-hmm. write it down believe in it believe in yourself mm-hmm. i have been studying every day y'all i didn't even have internet when i moved into my place i had to go down to like the little media center every day with my kids so i would come home pop something in the microwave for them real quick and then be like let's go and i don't want no shit when we get down here and they would have their assignments to do and i would sit there and study wow and i was so diligent like i mean i hated it can be done yeah i hated it but i knew what i had to do yeah and I kept telling myself, like, damn, I'm not going to let somebody stop me. So that one person can't stop the flow. Yeah. Got to do what we got to do. That's, so. the crazy, that's the best thing. Like, it, you didn't stop. Like, you kept going. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't let that situation deter you from reaching your goals, which is amazing with two kids, you know. So, mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. superwoman, <laughs> I'm going to make you a cake. <laughs> that's amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, that was amazing. Y'all are welcome. I hope there is like all answer questions. I know I bounced around, so it's probably some shit. People are gonna be like, damn, she never finished this part. No. But I really so hope that like I help somebody in that You're process. Very clear. You so thank you for listening to Makeup Breakups and Martinis. Follow us on Instagram if you have any topics you'd like to discuss, feedbacks. You can comment below, email, or DM us at Makeup Breakups and Martinis. And please subscribe to stay updated to our next episode. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>